Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And it is the new year and you have seen... Movies. In the theater, still. You know, I as much as people complain and say the convenience of the home, like they are all about, I I love going to the theater. Like I love it. I it's a, apparently if things continue in the trajectory that they are going, it's going to be like vinyl. But my goodness, like I still love going to the theater. I I, I don't know if it's because I'm now nostalgic for something that I feel like is slowly going away or what but like i am i am so down to go to the theater i love sitting in theaters and watching movies obviously when you think about it though it's it's kind of funny when it's not a sold out crowd because that's a whole different thing but if you're just going and there's just a few people there it's like i can see this for five dollars in my home or i can go and sit among strangers in the dark for five dollars and watch it bigger or or if you're me like you will make a point to find the time when people aren't there like there's less show time so it's harder to do that but i mean you're talking about like the sunday morning guy like you know who watches movies on sunday morning no one oh i always no one does oh my goodness it's so great and as long as you don't get that person that wants to make friends in a 300-seat theater, like, you're fine. You're fine. Sunday mornings, Northern Virginia. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Bowery Boys. Then I'm going to move on to some uh, Abbott and Costello. And you get one or two Tarzan movies. And then maybe some musicals in the late afternoon. So when my husband says, hey, the kids aren't doing anything but watching TV, I'm like, yeah. Well, that's kind of what I did. Kind of what I did the, my whole life. I just so, I just did it more socially. I guess. I guess. Yeah. That's about it. Instead of, you know, flipping through the channels and being like, "Well, what's what's on, you know, TBS and rerun or like, you know, what what's uh what what all movies on HBO like you 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 just happen to go to the the local multiplex yes. and see the Yeah. Yes, that was uh, Channel 20. That was the it wasn't NBC, CBS or ABC or Fox, which didn't exist. It was that other channel that showed stuff. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, I now want to revisit the Bowery Boys and wonder just how offensive I would find it. There's a lot of stuff that I think upon further viewing, like I'm going to go ahead and say a lot of comedies from the 80s and probably 70s. Or 40s. Uh, well, 40s as well. Um, but I'm saying there's, there's a lot of stuff that you just, you're not supposed to joke about now and like there's entire movies based on a one-line premise of mm -hmm. something that would like get you fired nowadays right i made some awesome jokes the other day which my husband appreciated and my children were like mom and i said i really don't remember what the joke is but i do know i wouldn't repeat it if i did but it was an aside and it had something to do with oh i think we were watching trading places and something popped up that amused me. And I made remark, mom, you can't say that. I said, um, there was a whole movie about it. So I can say it in my own home. <laughs> Eddie Murphy got to say it. Mm -hmm. oh, by what, but it, by the way, is not the N word. That's not it. I, no. I actually don't remember what it was, but whatever it was, my children were highly offended by the fact that I made a joke about it. Well, I mean, if you will go back and watch Delirious or Raw for any, let's say five minute span, there's plenty of stuff. I guarantee you that he's saying that you can't or shouldn't say today. 
Hmm. Like, I mean, and those are like huge, tremendously successful, like theatrically released stand-up specials. But like, if you, like I said, just take any three to five minute, like chunk of that movie. And you, you probably like, they would just be like, no, we can't, we can't release that now. The the first comic I remember, besides Bob Hope, who to me was more of a host, was Don Rickles. So in my mind, you can say whatever to whoever, whenever, as long as it's funny. Which seemed to be what that that was that was Don Rickles' shtick right there. Oh man! <laughs> say whatever, like to whomever. And it, and he had no malice toward anyone, but he was hilarious. And then then I I watched. Everyone else, George Carlin and others. Who's the guy that set himself on fire? Pryor. Yeah, yeah, him. I could see his face with Gene Wilder. I was like, uh, you know, so he just... And Gene Wilder, while not a stand-up comedian, like, hysterical fellow. Oh, wow. If you go from Don Rickles to Richard Pryor to Eddie Murphy to Jamie Foxx, to oh, there's a there's a everyone. Yeah. I mean, I think as long as there's no evil intent, if it's solidly funny, it's funny. I think yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same place. Like if I, I've been I've been made fun of for things that like I am, and I mean, honest to goodness, as long as it's funny, it's I, funny. I could care less. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not funny, I, I'm not offended, but like don't do it. Yeah, like, it's not funny. At the end of the day, as long as the button on the end is like I, that, I think it's funny. Make fun of whatever you want to mm-hmm. about me. I'm I'm fine with that. Just at the end, entertain me. That's all I want. That's all I want. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with the movies no, you've seen. No, at all. I don't. I don't even remember how we got off on this. Neither do I. But I. It's the first tangent we have ever went off on this year. This year. Okay, I think it started because the Bowery Boys. Use guys. So, um, you saw a Tom Hanks movie. I did. In the theater. News of the world. And I didn't realize this until the credits rolled, but it's also a Paul Greengrass movie. Well, I love his. Well, I mean, he's actually, like, did uh, Green Zone, uh, two, no, three. Green Man, Green Mile. uh, Nope, nope, Mm -hmm. he didn't do a Green Trilogy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Several of the Bourne movies. Uh, No, no, none of, just just the one Green, like, Green Zone. I'm I'm sorry I even brought it up (laughs) now. Speaking of Bourne movies. (laughs) So I showed the girls Taken the other night because right. I said, okay, I know you've seen this Which meme. Which is not a Bourne movie. No. So I know you've seen this meme. Yeah, we've seen it. Well, Jenna in particular, he KO'd him. Whoa! It's like, she, they both were really getting into it. And I said, now here's the thing. It's important to know. This is a super fun movie. For the next 20 years, he will make the same movie. It's not a complaint. It's an observation. Like sometimes there's, there's, there's sequels and then other times... It's pretty much just, it's like if Bruce Willis would have starred in all of the Die Hard knockoffs. Like, you had the original trilogy of Die Hard movies, Mm -hmm. but then you'd have, like, Speed, which is Die Die Hard Hard on a bus, or Executive Decision, like, which is Die Hard on a plane, or you've got Air Force One, which is Die Hard on Air Force One. But Bruce Willis was only in, Mm -hmm. like... A couple, Liam Neeson is in all of them. But Liam Neeson starred in all of the Taken knockoffs as well. Like, 
I'm wondering if, like, you know, they they really did offer some of these scripts to Bruce Willis, and he's like, "This no, I just I did this movie. This is Die Hard. Like, why would I? I've already done this movie." But like jokingly, they sent them to Liam Neeson, just being like, All right. "Well, I mean, we're remaking Taken. Like, let's let's see if Liam Neeson will do it." And he's like, "Well, I'll, well I guess I'll do it. I, I have a particular set of." Skills. And they're like, "What? What? Wait." We, particular set of skills. We have, we got Liam Neeson for the Taken knockoff? So we watched Unknown, and um, and I said, oh, this is like the Born Identity. And then I had to explain, Born who? Born someone was, and then I had to explain, no, that's the guy's name. And then it became who's on first? I don't know. Third place. A whole thing happened with Jenna, and I'm just going to have to start them from the beginning. The, the Born movies really were pretty Yeah, solid. I enjoyed them. But like, this I mean, was the same thing. That coolest movies in the world that involve a man like beating another man to death <laughs> with like a rolled up newspaper. Like, I think that's what I love about those. Like, in an old Seagal movie or whatever, like, you know what he's about to kill that person with. But like, Matt Damon goes in there and you're you're just like, well, he's I... He's going to MacGyver it somehow. Like, you're like, well, is it the pair of sneakers? Is it like the book? Is it the... Oh, dear. I Wow, I didn't even... The lamp. He's gonna do it with the lamp huh i didn't see that one coming that's neat can you do that with a lamp? wow that man is dead that man hmm. is undeniably dead now now what this came out of it was the girl saying when are you going to get us trained in self-defense that like, seems um dangerous. well i've always them, planned to well for them for people around them like you don't you don't see like the girls eventually at some point like being at the house like possibly like in a different room so they're not directly supervised and you just hear no i see you know the first time karen allen's character is introduced in raiders and yeah. Dark. i see jenna doing that drinking a very large man right under, under the, the table. table just like That's... bring it boom any character eileen brennan ever played I see Jenna doing that. <laughs> like, well, I, will, I will tell you, quite quite a character introduction. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, but for better or for worse, like that. Marion Ravenwood, like I, I think all of us, like despite the fact that what is it, eighty uh, one, forty? Oh my goodness, hmm. Raiders is forty years old. I'm just saying, wow. like if he did end up going back and marrying her, but of all of the the the, the women she in the perfection. Indiana Jones, but I'm just saying, like. Marion Ravenwood was, I think, the one we were all like, they should definitely yeah. end up together. It's just why I found Kate Capshaw so irritating, because she was not. Well, she got a good, consolid, like, she, she got Spielberg, like, and, like, I think that guy's a billionaire. So, yeah. I mean, she got to be in an Indi- Indiana Jones movie. Um, it's just a lot of screaming. It's annoying. Well, I th- I, I'm guessing they were like, okay, we need we need somebody that isn't Marion Ravenwood. Because, like, it'll just seem like we're copying it. And I think they just went too far mm. in the other direction. Anyway, you saw a Tom Hanks News movie. of the world. Tom Hanks movie. And before we get into that, I'd like to thank Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry for bringing you this fabulous podcast. Fabulous. They are. Jane Ellen talking to Adam Cravens about, apparently... Any random thought and or news of the world, news of the world, which is in theaters. I'll mm-hmm. even look it up to see how many dollars it made. So it's Tom Hanks. I know nothing about this. It is uh, set in the 1860s. Um, this is 
what I believe. Oh, it's the Western. Okay. Well, it's kind of like, it's not like. I just saw Tom Hanks makes a Western, and that's all I knew. It's not like six gun shooting, and like he's not, you know, it's not high noon. They don't show up at the OK Corral. Five years after the end of the Civil War. Captain Jefferson Cow Kid crosses paths with the 10-year-old tack taken by the Kiowa people. That's pretty much it? I mean, it's a little bit longer. They they stretch it out to two hours. But, oh. I mean, that's that's more... He is... Uh, he used to uh, own a printing press, like he would print newspapers. Um, he was in the Texas area. This eventually gets closed down after the Civil War. So now he makes his livelihood going around, um, and for a nickel, you can hear him read... The newspapers. Now, I oh, know, I was just making fun. I didn't know this part of the story. This is, um, oh. which I mean, sounds kind of pedantic to people that have like smartphones and access to like all manner of anything, uh, information at your fingertips. But you, you get to this, you think about the fact that like there's no electricity in a lot of these situations. Um, People probably don't access have access to the newspapers, and the ones that do have access to the newspapers, you possibly don't have the ability to read. Like maybe you weren't educated mm-hmm. to that point, and like you've got like just people packing like the local like church or maybe like some type of eatery or anything like that. Like it's really interesting to like think about that because when I read that like. But but right before I saw it, I was like, well, that seems boring and dumb. Who would do that? And I was like, wait, the Internet doesn't exist. Like, you know, libraries probably aren't readily and easily available. Um, but that that's what he's doing now. And I was just like, well, that seems like an easy enough job. But he does cross paths with a girl that had been uh, kind of taken in uh, by a group of Native Americans. And at any point, did they say it was inspired by the Olive Oatman story? I don't think they did, but I I don't know that conclusively either. So I mean, if they did, it would have probably have been in the credits. In the mid 1850s, there was this family traveling west, and for whatever reason, they ended up going with fewer bunches of people instead of all of them on their covered wagons. And there were uh, Indians happened along, and her whole family was murdered except for her and her sister, and I think her brother for a little bit. But the brother was left for dead because he was under his parents' dead bodies. So the brother was taken back to wherever they're from, back east, 1850s, for real. And he's raised and stuff, and he is unsure about his sisters because they didn't find the sisters. So the sisters were taken by the tribe that came upon these other people, and then they raised them for a year and then traded the girls to the Mojave tribe, where she spent like five or six years and was, you know, raised by the chief and his wife and all of that stuff. And then eventually her brother became an adult and found her, sent someone to find her, and her sister had died, sent someone to find her, and she went back east and... And lived till she was 65 with, I guess, as they would say in that time, the white man. And, well, I don't know. And she's, you'll, you'll see pictures of her on the internet because she's all, she's dressed like a woman of the, I guess this would be at this point, let's say the 1860s. Mm-hmm. Only she has these tribal tattoos on her face, which meant she was a part of the family. So that's what made me think. Cause if he went to get that kid who'd been with them since she was an infant, is that not what you told me the story was? She was with this tribe since she was an infant? I don't know exactly when they get her, but like when 
when he finds her, like in his tra- like the gentleman that she had been traveling with has been killed, mm-hmm. and like he takes him to, I think it, it's like a you know a lieutenant in the army, and he's like, okay, uh, that your guy was doing this. Um, he was trying to transport her back here. Um, I'm just giving him, and he's like, well, the guy that does that is he'll be back in three months. You can wait for him here, or mm-hmm. you can do it yourself. Mm. And Tom Hanks is just kind of like, mm, what about? Option three. <laughs> uh, but he ends up taking this kid under. He's like, okay. Fine. So it becomes a true grit situation. Kind of sort. Kinda, yeah, kind of sort of, but with not without Jeff Bridges or the Duke. Mm-hmm. Which was, okay. I mean, I totally would have watched that movie. Tom Hanks, the Duke, and Jeff Bridges. Oh, man. For any reason, go somewhere. <laughs> and drink coffee. I, sign me up. Like, I, I'm just, that would be a film worth watching, even if literally all they did was sit around a campfire. How was Jeff Bridges doing, by the way? Um, I'm not sure. I'm getting older. Um, oh no, he and... he's very sick. He he has cancer. And oh, he's, what? Yeah, he started a website. Um, maybe two or three months ago. I, I why did you have to hit me with that kind of negativity? I thought you knew. No, Je- I. This is. I thought you knew. Oh, like. Oh, there he is. I... He shaves his head now. And this is from December fifteenth. He got a new puppy, and he started. He started a website so he could just say whatever he felt he needed to say because he didn't know if he would survive. Now, so far, he has survived, but that's why he started his website, JeffBridges dot com, because he just wanted to, you know, my, put it out there. It's I, called my Lola. world. Jane was sad enough without thinking about the fact that Jeff Bridges has cancer. And is but. 71. But he also has a puppy. That's, okay, I mean, that's... Okay? It, it's still a, a, a cherry on a turd Sunday, but I, I guess it's still a cherry. He also has a puppy. This is true. Yeah. So, oh, that's something. I love Jeff Bridges. Yes, that's... now I'm scanning for the update. He was diagnosed with lymphoma in October, and he said the doctors say his prognosis is good. Okay. Well, okay. There's that. All right. Okay. That's that's and, better. That's better than the alternative. Yes. And the puppy's name is Monty. <laughs> and, and this was his his post. Here's the latest. Feeling good? Shaved my head. Got a puppy. Had a birthday. <laughs> he does know there's a lot of like social media out there. He didn't have to start his own website if he. Well, he does. Instagram, but he wanted to like do some long form stuff. Like you know, he's lived into his seventies. He just wants to be able to say what I mean, he I has to share with the if world. You're, if you're Jeff Bridges, you can really you probably do whatever you want. So I digress. So um, the chances, seeing as John Wayne has already passed, the chances of that movie happening are not great. You know, if if they can bring back Moff Tarkin, they can do anything. I yes. I, I mean that's basically that's actually exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> if they can bring back Peter Cushing as like as Moff Tarkin, like what well, then why can't you do that? Like I agree. So, it's a Tom Hanks movie, and even a bad Tom Hanks movie isn't that bad because it has Tom Hanks. It's, it, I mean, honest to goodness, it's not a bad movie. If this was another year, this film would not have got a lot of attention. The thing that I do actually like, and like I said, let, let's put a huge caveat on this. I've already I, forgotten the name of it. I News of the world. I don't like the pandemic. 
But the thing hmm. that I do enjoy Are about you sure? the re- I'm positive about that. So no anybody out there that wants to be like he said he'd like okay no that's I'm I'm going we ahead and course correcting you right right now. But the a lot of the films that are getting attention, like there's a uh, a Denzel Washington drama that looks like a, a, mm-hmm. a procedural that's going to be released later uh, this month. Mm-hmm. And like really nowadays, if you're not based on like a superhero property or like you're not fast and or furious or like you're not based on like an 80s toy line, you don't get a lot of attention. And a film like it's a it's a kind of a it's a fun period piece like it's a I was just scanning movies coming out and I saw Wrath of and my mind filled in Khan. I thought they're re-releasing Wrath of Khan. What? Oh, not Wrath of Khan. Khan will be 40 next year. Yeah, um, it's, I would. It's Wrath of Man for the Martin Luther King weekend. It's, like, it's probably nothing to do with which Khan. is the most dangerous thing to hunt. Yeah, is man. Yeah. Which they don't do in this movie. Yeah, so I'm just trying. Okay, so News of the World in its first week made 3.6 million. Which, is, which isn't bad for yeah. now. And it's going to go on demand a little later. And right now, I think Wonder Woman has made over 100 million. And it did the theater and on demand Christmas Day. I You... It, as as much as I wanted the the tenant experiment to work, like it didn't. Yeah. And it's going to be a while before a film can open to numbers like let like let's say Avengers Endgame. Like before you can open movies big like that mm-hmm. and break, you know, box office records. Right right now, like if you're sitting on a, you know, hundred and eighty million dollar, two hundred million dollar movie, you're probably going to have to attach it to a streaming app. Yeah, you like are. Bond, I, I I don't know if they're going to eventually sell to a streaming because apparently Netflix was throwing some money at them, saying like let us let us release this thing. Because there's no way the new Bond movie makes back the movie that they need it to make back. Because mm-hmm. I think it it was scheduled for April, I think, or maybe March. But like there's there's no way that thing pulls in like Skyfall numbers or yeah. um or or anything like that. But maybe all of this will change what a successful movie makes now. I mean, we're talking astronomical numbers now, but 15 years ago, my movie made 40 million. Well, that's very good. Well, I mean, the if you're pulling it into like say the streaming app, like I I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but somebody broke down like what Netflix gets in a month from subscriptions. And I'm like, that's the reason why they can bankroll all of these million dollar, like TV shows or made for TV movies. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's, there's billions of dollars. If you do your streaming app correctly. And that's the reason why all of them want like, you know, a piece of that. Mm-hmm. QB for instance. Well, not, not QB. So that you want to make, <laughs> make millions, not lose okay. the millions. So news of the world is that not a Queen album? No, but I I would totally listen to a Lost Queen album. Uh, it just sounds so familiar. Every time you say "News of the World," it sounds like that. That's it's something. a it's a good film. Like Paul Greengrass and Tom Hanks are both two artists that honestly elevate their material. Like it, it inevitably, 
if you put the two of those guys that like, if you put Tom Hanks in anything, like I, I'm not saying, okay, Toy Story, for example, I think like that, that film was pretty successful for its time. And Thank I Thank you very much. Queen, news of the world. Oh, it is. Okay. <sighs> That's why. Yeah. Which is not featured in this no. movie. No queen. Hmm. Um, but okay. Tom Hanks, like who is in toys, like that he gave a credibility to Pixar and mm-hmm. that film in particular that it would not have had if it didn't have him. And I'm not saying that any disrespect to Tim Allen or anything, but like he grounds that movie in, in a way that like, I don't know that it would have worked as well if Tom Hanks had not been the one that had done it. Mm-hmm. He I, says beloved, beloved actor, comma, Tom Hanks. I can't think of many other actors alive today who would get beloved. No, and like I, I mean, said, just, it's just, he. Oh, you, you've you got people with like, gra- like gravitas. Parker, beloved. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll grant you that one. But like, okay, Daniel Day-Lewis, <laughs> incredible actor. Not beloved. But he's not beloved. No. But like, I mean, I'll watch that guy perform like oh, yeah. anything. Like if they're just, whatever you tell me he's decided that he is going to do, I'm just like, well, it's probably going to get an Oscar. But uh, again, There's a very different type of that. Like Tom Hanks usually carries like a certain quality like with it. Um, And this project really was no, no different than that. Like it's not, it's not a huge film. Like it's not, it's not going to make a hundred, you know, $200 million for obvious reasons right now, but it's an entertaining film. Like if you like a good narrative and you just want to see like a seasoned performer, like just get to do his craft this film is an excellent movie. No car chases. Um, there's gun shoot. There's guns, like, yeah. but not not in like the Dwayne Johnsony kind of way. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's just it's a good story. It's a well made movie. Um, it's got a lot of talented actors in it. Um, it's a bit more quiet, I guess, than like than a, a superhero film or a movie with Transformers in it. But it's a good, entertaining film. Probably wouldn't take the kids to it, though. Hmm. Not not because there's anything appropriate, but I mean, it's a it's a talky movie. Yeah, I don't see your your youngest three no. settling into that. No, no, not at all. Like animated fair, yeah, sure, they're down with that. But I don't, I don't want to have to sit there and explain to them. He's like, "Why are they reading papers, Dad?" Well, because the the internet doesn't exist. Like when when I I explained to one of my boys the other day, I was like, whenever I would rent a movie from Blockbuster, what's Blockbuster? Yeah, um, I was like, we'd hook two VCRs like up together, or I'd be like, actually, I didn't even say that. I had to explain you it say later. How you illegally pirated them? No, I did not. Just admit to that. Um, I, I said I, I copied them, and he goes, oh, he goes, did you just put your phone up to the TV? <laughs> and oh like, <laughs> and in my head, like. I just, I assume everyone possesses the memories and like the experiences I have in my life. And I'm just like, he was, he was born like in in the aughts. He has, he has no idea that like what phones could do. I'm like, I was like, do I start with what's a blockbuster? Do I explain to him that phones back in the day, like they were mounted to the wall. I have a mental picture of you like with an avocado green phone just holding that corded thing up <laughs> to the the tv just being like oh i got 1989's batman now <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times 
or what 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 Tanner th- like, like I said it was just it was a really kind of fun moment where I was like I don't even know where to explain to him he doesn't know what a VHS tape is he might know what a VCR is he thinks I held my phone up to the TV in order to cop the I'm gonna have to lay down before I do this. Oh my goodness! See, I, I, well, mine are older, but I'm a little more stringent. I want him to know everything about everything. And something was on for half a second, and it was a scene of people in a bar, and you could see the drinks, and you could see a red, a glass with red liquid in it that was tall, with the celery sticking at the top. And I said, "Okay, what drink is that? How would we know? We're not old enough to drink. We don't even think we want to drink." I said, "Irrelevant." You're a human person. You need to know how to identify like the top 10 most popular drinks. Otherwise, you're a moron. If it's got celery sticking out of it, it's a Bloody Mary. Enough said. Now you know. Now, there are other drinks, and you know what it is, shaped on the glass, like a martini glass. That's the thing that looks like it's water and olives. I'll never forget. I was probably five years old, and I said to my mom, why is Mrs. Gaddy drinking water with olives in it at 11 o'clock in the morning? And I remember my mother and sisters laughing because I didn't know that it wasn't water with olives in it. <laughs> but it's it's more fun that way. It really was. Well, I mean, again, like going, th- you assume everybody has your experiences or perspectives. Like I'm sure that like you know the adult that is having to answer this for you is just like, oh, that's right. You know they they only have this amount of years experience and they've never seen that mm-hmm. before but i want mine to know random things that may never have any use for at all because i do that's all i just do i i try to educate them as much as much as i can but i mean like i said there's just some stuff you know you've got to sit there and go well i don't i don't even know how to address that yeah uh, there's that going to have to figure out a way okay well um News of the World is a Queen album, and it is a Tom Hanks movie. Do you know where it's going to be streamed to? Is it going to be on HBO Max? or? I, I would assume it'll probably drop on... The like, Amazon? Well, I, I don't think it's got a, an exclusive... Uh, oh, re- just everywhere. Like, I, yeah, it's, you know, like your, you know, Voodoo mm-hmm. or Movies Anywhere or Fandango Now or whatever whatever you choose to, like, purchase or rent your, mm-hmm. your films on. Okay, but certainly a good movie. Yes. And it has Tom Hanks in it, but no Queen music, which no. lost opportunity. But, I mean, honestly, if you rent the thing in your house, like, there's nothing stopping you from, like... You Making know, your own soundtrack? Yeah, or, like, you know, getting on YouTube, or if you've got the MP3, or, like, if you really want to get crazy, pull out, like, your vinyl. What is that you were saying? That's crazy. So, uh, News of the World, Witchcraft. certainly worth seeing. <laughs> Witchcraft! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.